0: Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnush Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 2414 This is Learning with Leslie. In today's episode, episode 192, we're going to be talking about how to build a team on a budget. I've come to realize that one of the best investments I can make in my online business is that of building a team. This is a business, and like with any business, you just can't do it all on your own. However, when many of us think about building a team or even getting a virtual assistant, we think that we just can't afford it. In some cases, that may be true, but in others, if we really think through it and plan for it, we can make it happen. I'm going through this right now, and I'm going to share the steps that I'm going through so that even if you're on a tight budget, you can move forward towards building your team. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, this is something that I've been thinking a whole lot about because as, you know, now I'm doing this whole blogging thing full-time. 100% full-time. My my entire income, my family's entire income is (laughs) dependent on what I do online. I need to think about ways to be more efficient. And I've been talking about that, especially as I'm planning for 2015. So as I'm going through this process, one of the things that I know that I have to do is build a team. And I do have a team right now. It's a team of two, well, two and a half. (laughs) And it's been a very functional team. I have my one virtual assistant, and she helps me with so much. And there's a lot that we um, are able to accomplish because it's not just me doing everything. If it were me doing everything, my blog wouldn't look as nice. You know, the images that are on my in my blog posts that I get a lot of compliments about, that's not me. If I were to make those images, you would know. <laughs> you would know that is me making them and not my assistant. So It has helped me a lot to have my assistant, not just for images, but for transcription of my podcast, for posting to the blog, for a number of different things. And I'm not gonna go into all of that right now. But as I I plan on moving into 2015, you know, I have this vision in my mind of this dream team that I want to build so that we can accomplish even more together. I'm I'm just one person. Um, my assistant is just one person, and we've accomplished a lot. But there's so much more that we can do. So how do we get there? In my mind, by building a team. Now, why is it? Why am I talking about building a team versus you know um, getting another virtual assistant and another virtual assistant? Because when it comes to business, I believe that if you have a team, and when I say a team, think about a sports team. All right, I um. Oh, man, I am not the sports guy, but um uh in football, let's go with football. You have your quarterback. You have your um, linebacker, and I don't even know what all these things are, but they have to work together in a very strategic way, and if they're not working together in a very strategic way, they're not going to accomplish their goals. They're not going to be winning as many games. They're not going to make it to the finals or whatever you call it in football. I should stay away from the sports analogy unless I do my research before but you get the point by having a team of people that are on the same page oh I could I can do it in music okay so my wife conducts a a, a, a like a choir um it's called journey and they do spirituals they sing a lot of spirituals And you have your tenors, you have your sopranos, you have your altos. If everyone just, you know, was singing their own solo, that wouldn't work. But if you have them working together and singing their parts in a way that complements the other parts, yeah, this makes more sense for me. (laughs) In a way that complements the other parts, you end up with beautiful music. And what we are trying to do with our blogging business is make some beautiful music. Yeah, that works. (laughs) Let's go with that. All right. So it's important to build a team, especially if you want to go beyond what you can just accomplish on your own. And I, and I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you have in your mind to build something that's bigger than yourself. You're kind of like me. I want to build something huge. I want to build something that will have an impact on the world. I want to build something that changes lives and changes the world while changing my pockets. Right. Um, so the issue that a lot of bloggers have with this is the first thing we think about is, you know what, I can't afford to do this. I don't have, you know, the hundreds of dollars or the thousands of dollars to spend per month because I'm just not making that much money with my blog now. I want to talk about a way that you can actually do this, a way that you can afford this. If you have just a meager budget, you can afford to do this. And you know what? The the, the benefits way, far outweigh the cost. All right? So if you can bear with me on this, even if you're just starting, I want you to think through this stuff, and I still want you to plan for this stuff because you don't Plan on just continuing to just be where you are. You plan on working towards something, and that's how we're going to go through this podcast episode today. So I want to take you through this process in three stages, okay? The three stages are going to be, number one, create your budget. Number two, start... uh, No, wait, I just skipped a stage. Yeah, number one, create your budget. Number two, construct your future dream team. And number three... Start building that team. And we're going to go through these different stages And these are the stages that I'm going through right now in my business, and I'll share some of those details with you, um, and hopefully that gives you some insight as to how you can go about doing it in your own business. So stage number one, what was it? It was create a budget. So before you can go out there and say, you know what, I'm going to hire this person, I'm going to hire that person, and all that kind of stuff, you need to have a clear understanding of what you can spend. When it comes to budgets, I am terrible. However, this is something that I've had to sit down. I have to sit down and do this because I can no longer think um, the way that I was thinking before where, you know, whatever comes in, comes in. Whatever goes out, goes out. And I was just kind of doing that by default. You uh, want to be strategic where this is concerned, all right? So number one. You want to create a budget. How much can you afford to spend? Can you afford to spend $50 a month? Can you afford to spend $100 a month or 300 or 500 or or 1000 I want you to think about this. I want you to think through this. Write down a list of your expenses. Write down your income and make an informed decision about how much you can afford to spend. Okay? So... I want you to take that time, take how much ever time it takes to just come up with that and decide this is what I have to work with. Because once you know what you have to work with, it gives you an idea of how you can start and then that's going to give you a foundation on which you can build. Okay, so if you've been thinking about getting help and you haven't looked at your budget I want you to stop thinking about getting that help right for right now. And I want you to create a budget so that we can know, first of all, what do I have to work with? Okay, so that's that's stage number one. Let's go over to stage number two, and this is where there's gonna be a lot more thought. Um, that's going to go into this. And it's going to take some time, but I want you to go through these steps. Um, and this is, this is dealing with constructing your future dream team. So what this is, is you're, you're thinking and you're trying to l- look at the entire picture and you're saying, in a perfect world, in the future, what would I like my dream team to look like? Okay. So, so what we're doing now is we're setting a goal. This goal might be a year in the future. This goal might be five years in the future, whatever the case might be. But if all if everything were perfect, and if I had all of the people that I need to have, what would that look like? And we're not gonna jump directly at getting all these people because you know our budget might not allow that. And we wanna build in a more strategic way. But there really are Three steps that I would like for you to go through while going through this stage. Okay, so the first step has to do with just kind of creating a list of everything, uh, all the tasks that need to be done in your business. You know, when it when it when you're making this list, I want you to include the tasks that um, you are the one that has to be doing it. I want you to include a task that you wish could be done but you just don't have the time or the resources. I want you to include absolutely everything that you can think about. Okay? So, I'm gonna, I'm going to give you one example. So, one of the one, one example, one of the things that I do in my business is that I, you know, I write blog posts. Okay, so in my writing of blog my blog post there are a number of things that need to happen. So those things might be first you know I brainstorm the article, then uh, I make an outline, then I write the article so I actually just write it out and then I go through and I edit the article I add the article to my, my WordPress installation then it gets formatted and links are added, we add images um, and then once all of that, is done. You schedule it, um, and then you'd create an email newsletter to go out and let my audience know, my subscribers know that, hey, there's a new article. Um, you schedule that newsletter to go out. You, 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 you create some social media updates that you can use to promote it. Um, you maybe find some relevant content that you can share on social media, and then you share it on social media. So the, So those are Some of the steps that I go through with one article, all the way from just brainstorming the article, all the way through um, posting it on the blog and sharing it with the world and finding other things that are related to it so that you can increase the interaction and the response and all of that good stuff. So that's, that's a list of things that need to be done when it comes to creating my blog posts. But then, of course, you have your podcast episodes like this one that I'm recording that has a few additional steps. Right now, I'm recording it. And um, depending on how you do your podcast, you might be editing it after the fact. Um, and then you're uploading it and blah, blah, blah. And all these steps that go into to, 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 to creating that piece of content. So I want you to think about all of the, the things that need to get done in your business, all of the things that you want to get done, um, and, and just kind of have a list of those tasks. All right? Hope that makes sense, right? Now, the next thing I want you to do with that list is I want you to categorize that list, and I want you to categorize it in three ways. Okay, and you can just kind of make three columns or um, three circles or whatever the case might be, and put them in these categories. Number one, the tasks that you that ab- you absolutely have to do. Only you can do them. For example, uh, in my in my situation. I'm the one that's brainstorming the articles. I'm the one that's creating the outline and writing the articles. All right? That's not something that I outsource to anyone. And that's not something that I want to outsource to anyone, at least not anytime soon. Now, if I were doing a multi-author blog, then I would have other people doing that. But in terms of the main content or the content that I'm creating right now, that is me that's creating that content. Okay? Um, So that's the task that... Only me, I'm the only one that should be doing that. And they are going to be tasks like that in your business. I want you to put those in one category. And then there's the next category, and that category is tasks that you can do, but you shouldn't be doing. So these are the things that really take your time away from doing the things that you have to do or that you can do to build your business, um, but someone else can do them. All right. So for example, for me, um, that would be editing the article. That would be adding the article to WordPress, formatting it, adding links, adding images, scheduling it. Those types of things are things that I can do. I know how to do them. I can create, kind of, I can kind of create images for my blog. No, you know what? I can create images. I can add images myself. But Someone else can also do it. And you know what? Someone else can do it better. (laughs) All right? So that's going to be the second category. And then um, uh, the third category is uh, those tasks that you absolutely hate doing. You shouldn't be doing them at all. That's going to be in category number three. So number one. You have to do these things, okay? The tasks that only you can do and only you should be doing. Number two, the tasks that you can do but you really shouldn't be doing or you, you would prefer not to do them because someone else can do them. And number three, the tasks that you absolutely hate doing or the tasks that you absolutely shouldn't be doing. Someone else should be doing these things. Okay, so I want you to categorize all of the tasks. You, you created a list of a ton of tasks, and you might find that you have 20 tasks or 30 tasks or 50 tasks if you really break it down. All right, so number one, we created that list. Um, step two, we categorize that list. And then step three, and this is the important part. Well, they're all the important part, but you get the point. I want you to decide Who are the kinds of people you need on your team to do all those tasks, okay? So all the tasks need to be done, people need to do it. And in the perfect world, which is the stage number two that we're dealing with, you're constructing your future dream team. Who are the people that you're gonna need in order to do those things? So my dream team um, for 2015 hopefully gets to this point, but uh, my dream team consists of my general VA, which I already have, an editor, which I am working on right now. I have someone that is starting to work with me, and we're going through a number of stages and so on. Um, a, A technical person. Oh, man, I do too many technical things right now. You know, I'm managing my membership site. I am dealing with issues, um, not as, actually not as many um, issues with WordPress. I have a, a company that's doing that, um, and there are a bunch of things that I'm doing. A member, which is my membership um, plugin and my membership um, software that I'm using, I'm the one that's uh, managing that. I'm just doing a whole lot of technical stuff, and I should not be the one to do that. Okay, so a technical person. A community manager, um, someone that's really going to be responsible for engaging the community, not that I won't be engaging, but making sure that all of the members are getting what they need from the sense of community that we're building, for example, within the university, um, on the blog, and so on. Someone to really supervise that so that it goes even more smoothly than it's going right now. And a marketing person someone who is actively working on different strategies for marketing and getting um, more exposure for become a blogger, getting this message to to more people. These are the people that I think um, uh, can really enhance the team that I currently have. And this is the team, this is my dream team that I want to build. All right? So now I know not just um, what my budget is, I also now know what my dream team looks like. I know what it's going to be, who are the people that I think, at least for right now, and it might evolve over time, I think can really help to take my business to the next level. All right? So we've gone through those first two stages, and now we're going through the third stage. And that third stage is you want to start building your team. Okay? Okay. Um, Because you have that budget, you know what your budget is to start, you know the, 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 the people that you want to have on your team, and now I want you to start small, but start by building that team. Now, how are you going to determine who is the person to start with? Well, this is what I want you to do. I want you to look at the list of items that you created and you c- categorize them in things that you sh- you have to do, you 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 can do but you shouldn't and the things that you absolutely hate doing. You have a good idea of what that range is. I want you to think about the the the, the team member that you decided on that would make the biggest difference in your time. Okay? So here's the idea, right? If, for example... I write my blog post, I edit my blog post, and then I create all the images for my blog post. But I noticed that creating the images for my blog post takes me, you know, for an article that maybe took me an hour to put together, it takes me two hours to create these images. I'm trying to get them just right, or whatever the case might be. I'm adding them to the blog. That is two hours. That's twice as long as it would take me to just, as it takes me to come up with the content so if i were to hire someone to do just that or at least to start with just that that would save me two hours and that's two hours now that i can refocus to creating more content or doing more of the things that add more value to my blog if for example i record this podcast episode or I record a video and it takes me a ton of time to edit that video, maybe that is something that I should get rid of and have someone do that. Now, there are, th- that's going to be different from person to person. So I'm not going to tell you, hey, the first thing you should do is get a technical person because you might be so proficient at the technology that it doesn't take you that much time. Or you might be so good at designing that you can create these images in a few minutes and it doesn't, it doesn't really add that much to your plate. You need to decide for yourself, based on the tasks that you came up, based, came up with, based on the categories that you put them in, based on the type of persons that you want to be a part of your team, who would make the biggest difference in your time. All right, now, how do you find that person? I know that's probably your next question. And to answer that question, I'm going to go into some detail here, but I, I would actually prefer to point you to some of the content that I've already created on this topic. There's an article that I wrote um, and it's called How to Outsource for Your Blog Effectively and affordably and i'm going to link to that in the show notes of course this is become this is episode 192 so if you go to becomeablogger.com/192 you'll get the link to that article um, if you prefer to just listen to uh, a podcast i also did record a podcast on the topic that's called how to outsource your online business the right way and that's episode 49 becomeabloggercom slash 49 uh, or episode 49. Uh, you can get to that blog um, that podcast episode and listen to the steps that I walk you through. All right. But I want to give you some steps right now because you're, you're trying to build this team and you want to maybe you want to leave from this um, podcast episode and have some actionable things um, that you can do. So what, what you can do is you can use a site like Odesk. Odesk is what I've used to find um, almost all of my virtual assistants. And I take them through a very specific process, from um, you know working on test projects to to working on test pro- well just one test project to uh, a one week trial period to a one month trial period, and so on and so forth. And you walk them through this, these different stages to make sure that they can add um, a, a significant amount of value to your team. Okay, So you can use a site like Odess to find someone that's really good. You can find them at a, a, an affordable price and you just might be surprised at how much you get done for a rel- re- relatively small amount of money. All right, so um, I want you to check out those articles. I mean, that article how to, how to outsource for your blog effectively and affordably, and also the podcast episodes. And you can get to all of that from the show notes. But now, in order to do this right, because yeah, you can hire someone and you can put them on tasks, and you can you, you can really just spend a lot of money and get no results. But what I want you to do there are three things you need to keep in mind. number one, you need to be extremely clear about what that individual's role is all right because we looked at the tasks, we looked at the type of people that we want um, to to be a part of our team, but what of which of those tasks are the, that is that individual going to be responsible for okay now not only do you have to know exactly what they're going to be responsible for, you also need to communicate that clearly with that individual. Now, the way I do this is when I bring someone on, I have my operations manuals. Um, so I take the time, I invest the time to create step-by-step procedures, and I write them out in a guide, and I share them. Share that with anyone that's coming on so that they can know exactly what I want them to do and exactly how I want them to do it. Now, this is going to apply for many of the simple tasks that you know how to do but you shouldn't be doing, for example. But it might not apply to Uh, More of the technical tasks where you don't really know how to accomplish it, but you need someone with a specific level of expertise in order to do that. But for most of the day-to-day tasks, having clear guides can really be helpful. And I actually share mine with you. If you want to um, check those out, you can go to becomeablogger.com slash manuals. They're a little out of date because they were the original ones that I used when I was first getting my virtual assistants. Um, but you can check them out and get some ideas. You can use them. You can modify them. You can do whatever. becomeablogger.com slash manuals. And by having something like that, you are making it more likely that the individual that you're bringing on is going to be able to do the things that you want them to do and not have as many mess ups okay the next thing you want to um, the third thing is you want to start with the smaller tasks and then kind of build over time so my assistant right now does a whole lot but when she first started I had her just do simple things like just transcribe my podcast episodes if I remember correctly transcribe and add it to the blog now she's doing so much more but it's because We've been working together for a while. We've been working together for years now. Um, So have them start with smaller tasks and build over time. And by focusing on the role that will save you the greatest amount of time, what's going to happen there is you're freeing up your time so that you can use your valuable time to build your business. And then as your business grows, you can add the next person onto your team. All right, And that's the, that's the process that I'm going through over the next year. Hopefully, it'll take me about a year or maybe less if things just you know go su- extremely well. I'd be very excited about that. But um, we'll see how it goes, and I'll keep you up to date as to how things are going to go or things are going. So I want to give you three more tips. I want to give you some tips for saving money because, once again, we're talking about doing this on a budget, and you might not have a whole lot. So tip number one, Consider outsourcing to foreign individuals, for people in foreign countries. For example, my assistant right now is from the Philippines. And what you find is that because of the exchange rate, you can get a lot done for significantly less. Now, I know that there's a significant there's there's some controversy in that in terms of your outsourcing work or you're getting people to help you from overseas. But you know what? The way I look at it is like this. I'm helping someone in another country and quite frankly if I weren't doing it that way I probably wouldn't be able to afford to get someone in the first place. All right? If I have to pay, you know, $30 an hour for someone to 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 edit my articles or something of that sort, I probably would not be starting to do that right now. I would do that way later on and it would take me significantly longer to build my business. And I just I just love the idea of contributing to um, someone that's in a foreign country that may not have had this opportunity if I didn't take them on, all right? So that's tip number one. Cons- consider, at least, outsourcing to foreign individuals. And Odes, you can specify different locations. Um, I love working with people in the Philippines because good English, good communication, um, and a number of other things. And you can find out more about those in, in some of the, the other content that I'm pointing to you to in the show notes. All right, tip number two, consider bartering. Um, So I I just um, put out an application, a a posting that I was looking for an editor. And I got a number of applicants, and I was very excited. I got some really good applicants, actually. Um, But one of the applicants really just wanted to learn from me. And they wanted to learn how the different processes that I go through, how that works. Um, and this was actually a good friend of mine, a, one of my best friends in college. But I know that she's also very structured, very strategic, and she is wanting to build her online business. She wants to build a blog. So she said that, you know what, I would love to do this for you. She's actually a professional editor. She teaches editing and all that stuff. I would love to do this to you for, with you but just to learn from you. And when I heard that and when I sent her one test article and she edited it, I was so impressed that I said, you know what? This is a great deal. It's going to save me a significant amount of money. I can give her some advice with her blog and she can do the editing for my blog. Um, So I realized for me personally that creating content is very important and I can just type out an article quickly in 30 minutes, but then I spend time to go through and edit it. So I brought on an editor or I'm bringing on an editor, which is why I said two and a half, a team of two and a half and she edited the first article. I loved it and we're working through this process, getting her trained and how to work within my system and all that stuff and by doing this, she's learning a lot about blogging and internet marketing so i'm not paying her directly but i am paying her indirectly and she is enjoying the experience so you can also consider what can you offer to someone else in exchange for them doing something specific for your business so that's tip number two and the last tip tip number three You can also leverage pre-built affordable teams like WP Curve. So I do all of my membership stuff and my A-member stuff since that's what I use to manage my membership site. But anything to do with WordPress, I outsource to WP Curve. And you pay them $69 a month and you get an unlimited number of jobs each month. So whenever there's an issue with WordPress, yesterday I had or the day before yesterday, someone emailed me and said, hey, when I access your site on my mobile device and I try to go to the menu, it opens the menu, but it closes immediately and I can't click to go anywhere. So what did I do? I sent an email to WP Curve. I told them this is the problem. And you know what they did? They fixed it. And that's just costing me $69 a month as opposed to $400 a month that I was paying my technical assistant in the past. And now I have an entire team of people that are doing an unlimited number of jobs for me, and it works very well. So those are some tips um, for for um, saving some money in this process. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I have one question for you, and I would love for you to come back to becomeablogger.com slash 192 or slash episode 192 and answer this question for me. What is the one thing that you can outsource today that will save you the most amount of time in your blogging business? So come back to the, uh, the show notes for this episode, episode 192, and let me know what is the one thing today that you can outsource that will save you the most amount of time in your blogging business. That's it. I hope you really enjoyed that. I hope you got a lot of value from it. And, of course, if you are enjoying this podcast, there's something that you can do to help out. You can actually go to iTunes at becomeablogger.com slash iTunes and leave a review, an honest review, because what that does is it really does help to get some additional visibility for the podcast. And it helps me to, to get this message out to more people that, yes, you can start a blog where you can create content, inspire others, and change the world, even while building your business. All right, so becomeablogger.com slash itooth. And if you're trying to get started, you're trying to create content yourself, inspire others, and change the world while building your business, head on over to freebloggingvideos.com where I show you step by step how you can go about building it. You know, what are some of the things that you need to do? How, where do you even start? And how do you get people to that blog? How do you make money from that blog? How do you grow your email list? How do you do all these things? So freebloggingvideos.com is free, actionable, actionable, and awesome. That's pretty much it for this episode. This is Leslie Sama from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And until next time, take care and God bless.